Hey friend and welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. My name is Brittany Dixon. Hello, August. I'm so excited for all of the discussions, all centered on identity. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited. I hope you head over to the blog. Did you know there's one? CourageousRadiance.com. Get subscribed, y'all. You can get monthly free resources straight to your email, as well as you can access the podcast there, if not also your favorite platform. And then big favor, please do me a favor. Sharing is caring. If this podcast, this blog has been a blessing to you at all, I would love it if you would share it to at least one other friend. Y'all, this podcast is all about women getting equipped and anchored at the foot of Christ and in God's word. Let's go. Welcome to a new month. Happy August to you. Hello, August. It is back to school full force if you are getting your kiddos ready, have already got your kiddos ready because you're a superstar, or maybe you're like super behind. Um, I'm kind of a mixture, but I hope that you are staying cool. If you are in the Texas area, it has been hot to say the least, but no no matter where you are, you know, no matter which part of the country um, that you reside in, it is nearing the end of a season as we briefly walk through Mardell Hobby Lobby, you can see that a new season is coming. And as we're preparing for the new season in terms of our household decorations, in terms of where our kiddos are going to be going off to, etc. Work doesn't change, right? But in terms of the places we are going to be attending possibly, or just even in terms of a seasonal effect. I even noticed that it's getting darker sooner. That was kind of weird. I was just like, wow, it's August. Hmm. Thought that was really more in September, but it's getting darker earlier and not anything drastic, but just these small things that I have really made it an intentional practice of mine to look at the smallest things of nature to the biggest things. And that just helps me to slow my pace down and to stop in as the cliche goes, smell the roses. So in doing that, I was like, it's literally getting darker sooner. But um, as I was praying over this month, y'all praying and thinking um, weeks ago, um, I wanted to really to just kick off this month with the idea of identity, the, the substance of what is really a, a buzzword now, you know, along with purpose and calling and my personality and who I am, my truth, all of these things, like, who are you? Who am I? What are we to do with this massive space that God has allowed us to navigate our lives in? It's a million dollar question if you think about it. I mean, you spend your whole life looking for who you are. Or if you believe you know who you are, I'm sure that you've kind of fumbled to kind of getting gotten to that place, or there's been certain things that have affirmed that it's your upbringing. It's so many things into one, but this is what God has laid on my heart, mainly because I'm talking from my own 
cavity from my own gap and my own issues of this topic. Since as long as I can remember, I don't even want to put an age on it. As long as I can remember, I have struggled, truly. I have struggled with who is Brittany? And and I am an overthinker. I am a very, I am in my head. I'm in my thoughts. So that is just part of my wiring. But I have always thought behind the thing that's the thing I'm looking at or behind the step, what's behind that. Like, I'm always thinking like, what does this really mean though? What does, what's, how does this all work together? And what has been unfortunate without clarity, full clarity, I've kind of pieced together who Brittany is. I have, so being raised in a loving household to parents who, who love me and who have supported me and siblings who love me, support me. You know, I have a family unit now that family unit does not mean there's no drama does not mean that my household was stable I don't believe there is a stable household all of us have some some issues but I I did not you know I wasn't just kind of wayward because you know of life circumstances in terms of you know any type of like emotional abuse or trauma you know, anything like that, that could complicate as, as I'm sure there's people who have that story. I know there's people who have that story. I've heard people in my life who've shared that, who've shared that, that piece of their story to me. Mine has just been an inward, an inward, like me versus me. And, um, for whoever that is for friend, I just want to encourage you to start from the place that I wish I would have started from years ago. It's different to sit in church, to, you know, say that you're a Christian, to read your Bible from time to time, you know, just kind of point and land and, you know, you know, you just kind of flip the Bible, open it and just point and just say, that's going to be my scripture for the day. We're just kind of doing things inconsistently. Like we'll do great things, but inconsistently. So instead of fumbling, instead of just trying to, you know, create an, an, uh, an, a new way. You really don't have to. Jesus has already mapped this out. And this is what I, I'm so, I, I don't know, probably five, six years ago, it, it clicked for me. And it's still something that I still do surrender constantly daily, but it was a struggle really trying to figure out who am I? So that's what I want to talk about this month. Um, starting today, just to define our identity, our identity is in Christ. So I actually want to start backwards with this. I want to ask some application questions and then we'll work our way backwards this time. So doing something a little bit different, two things. So whether you journal, um, I mentioned before and I'll keep mentioning, keep mentioning, I am a journaler. And, and it's not to be like, oh, this is, you know, better. I I think it's really doing what works for you, but still whatever that process looks like, whether you journal online, whether you do some audio type journals, whether you write or freehander, 
um, or whether just, and, and, you know, for me, as crazy as my life is, I'll be honest, I really just journal like once a week, um, twice if I'm, if I'm great, <laughs> if, if life is amazing. Um, it just really depends, but, um, that's kind of me in this crazy space. So it doesn't have to be like, okay, you need 30 minutes a day to journal and it's got to be 10 pages with reference points and biblical scripture. No, it's, it's just reflection weekly reflection, daily reflection, whatever that looks like. So here's two questions um, for you. What are you or have you identified yourself by? So what have you, what, what are you currently identifying yourself by? Or past tense, not or, and consider them both past tense. What have you identified yourself by? So thinking to dig a little bit deeper, like where or what originated that thought as well. So, you know, did you have a mom who told you that you are just so amazing as an artist, you know, all of your pictures from kindergarten up to 12th grade were hanging everywhere in the house. There was no free wall. So you have grown up to believe and take on the identity of I'm an artist. And maybe you legitimately are good at drawing or painting or whatever, but that's how, that's where it started. So what do you currently and what have you past tense identified yourself by? Second question, do you receive his, meaning this is God's inheritance, or are you striving for a new, better one? Now, this one is, is just kind of hold that question. I'll, I'll say it again, because this is going to refer to our scripture reading. So do you receive his, meaning God's inheritance, or are you striving for a new, better one, a new and better one? Lots of scripture, y'all. So just write them down, study, highlight, take some time self-feeding on your own. But as we identify our ourselves in Christ, we need scripture. It can't be what I say. It has to be what God says. So, you know, I think number one, let's just lay this out first. Satan. So first off, do you know there's Satan? <laughs> you know, there's an enemy, you know, like this is not just Harry Potter. This, this is real. So like, do you know that Satan exists? And literally he, he may not be able to destroy you. So if you are a believer, if you are saved, if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal savior and confess your sins, et cetera, if you have, if you're on that other side, Satan may not get that A plus paper in terms of destroying your eternal salvation, meaning separating you from God eternally. But he wants to render you fruitless here. So he has to start by really deconstructing, really breaking down you brick by brick by brick. So he's going to go and cause havoc straight on what is the most inmost. He is going to cause a jackup of your belief system, meaning your in your identity, and and destroy therefore your fellowship with God, and that is literally Genesis. Okay, so just Genesis, Eve, Garden Garden of Eden, Eve, Adam, all of them. So just going back to sometimes it's easy to move forward to go ahead by reviewing what was done in the past. So let's just think about what 
Satan first immediately did with, with Eve and with Adam. He was trying to destroy what they believed God said about them and for them. And if he's attacking what God said about them in, in God's eyes, like what God says about them and what God has for them, then that tells us that, man, the identity piece, the in God piece is what he needed to destroy. So he needed to sever and and break the identity, the connection with God. Eve was not just Eve. Eve, you know, Adam was not just Adam. It was in God at that time. So for us, it's in Christ. So our identity begins in Christ, period. It's, it's in Christ. So first scripture, second Corinthians, second Corinthians, um, chapter five, and it's verse 17. You're going to hear a whole bunch of wrestling. Cause again, I'm going scripture to scripture. Um, <clears throat> Verse 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, there's that in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and see the new has come. If anyone is in Christ. So you are a new person. And the thing I love about God is it's not like he's just, you know, I used to think that, okay, God cleaned me up and made me better, et cetera. Um, yes, but he actually did something even greater. He actually created a whole new picture. So again, think about this. If you are an artist, if you're writing something and you, whatever you wrote or whatever you drew, it's horrible. It's like, ugh, I don't like that. That line crumble, crumble, throw away. And then you start a new go. You, you don't turn that paper over and well, I guess technically you could, but you know, now that paper is crumbled, right? So you're going to go get a new piece of paper probably sharpen your pencil, maybe use a different color. And you're going to start again with a new surface area to draw or to write on. So a new document in Word is going to be started. You're not going to add to the old one that was no good. So I love that God doesn't just clean us up, ladies. He creates a new picture, a new painting. He writes a new narrative, a redo. I, that's so freeing for me. I, I'm listen, like I just want to take a praise break. That's exciting because this is where Romans 8 1 has has feet. Because it's like there is no condemnation. In Christ, there's no condemnation. Like no matter what guilt or shame is hovering over your head, friend, sister in Christ, you are free from that. I don't care what your resume looks like. I don't care who may give you a side eye in Christ. You are a new creation. So right there, Satan has to destroy what God is doing, what God has for us by breaking down our identity in Christ. So let's go back to what the Bible says about being in Christ. We are his children. So next scripture, John one, let me get to it. Yeah, John 1 and it's verse 12. But to all who but to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God 
to those who believe in his name. I actually want to read verse 13 as well. Who were born not of natural descent or of the will of or of the will of, of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. So we're children of God. We're in we're in Christ. We're, we are God's children. There's another identity staple piece. Y'all, this is like, so it's not just, so this is why I wanted to start with the questions because I feel like if I sit down and this is even me, so this is, this is really no shade, but you know, if somebody's like, Hey, Brittany, tell me a little bit about you. You know, I'll say like, I'm a wife. I've, you know, I'm, I married my best friend from college and we have uh, three children. My favorite color is purple, green. My mom's name is Benita. My dad's name is Marshall. I have sisters, Taryn and Dawn. I have aunts, cousins. I am a, um, an aunt to four nephews and two and, uh, coming soon third niece. You know, I'm going to say all of these things. I live in, in the Dallas Fort area. Dallas Fort Worth area. I've been nursed. Like I'm going to say all of these things and it's just kind of like, okay, 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 okay. When do you get to the substance? Like all of these things. Yes. These are things that these are hats that I put on, right? I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm an aunt. I'm a nurse. I'm all these things. I'm a friend, but that's not my identity. That's not where my hope lies. Those are things I enjoy. Those are, those are pieces of my journey. Those are, those are heartbeats of mine, but it's not who I am. I am in Christ. I am God's child. So, you know, another thing is I wrote, um, here about being chosen and accepted and, and just how God no longer sees us or our sins. And you could refer to Hebrews eight 12. I'm not going to read that now, but I do want to read John twenty thirty one. So John 20, 31 again, sorry, lots of flipping, but John 20, 31, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. You may have life regardless of what's going on in your life right now, regardless of the struggles or the trials right now, you may have life because of his name in whom you rest, in whom you can identify your name by. So think of pulling out your birth certificate and writing your name, you know, or it's already typed there. And then in Christ, that is our, that is our first identifier not just my first and middle name and the, the day I was born and the time and how much I weighed and my, how big my head was and all of that stuff. Like I'm in Christ. And, and y'all, this is what's so exciting that God, because man, when I think of my past and what Christ had to deal with me and how much he had to, like, I was just as guilty as um, the Jews at that time who were responsible for crucifying Christ. He, the, his sins or his sins, my sins were paid by Christ. Like that, that's it. Like that's it. They're gone. They're paid for. They're free because of what Christ did and what Christ did. And he did it perfectly. There was no sin in him. I, my righteousness is not my righteousness. It's because of Christ covering me. You know, I think of this 
umbrella or if it's raining outside and you have and you put on a big old poncho. So my covering now, I'm covered from the rain. I'm I'm protecting myself from from the from the torrential downpours because of the covering that I'm wearing, because of those rain boots I put on. He's cre- he's given me a whole new surface area and that Brittany is no longer Brittany. I look the same. I sound the same. My birth certificate all has the same information, but now the difference is I am in Christ. So lastly, this month we are going to be talking about, this leads me to, we are going to be, um, and you know, one more, cause this is, this is one of my favorite. This actually has been an email tagline of mine for goodness, probably like when I really when, when the Holy Spirit led me to um, this, this concept of, of my struggle and my striving for who I am and my purpose and my calling and my identity, um, it, it's Colossians 3. And then there's a podcast, I, 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 let's call it maybe podcast 70 or so, that um, I did on this. But um, it's Colossians 3, verse 3. For you died and your life is hidden with, with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So you're dead metaphorically. And now Christ is your life. This is your identity. This is where your heartbeat starts from. This is where your heartbeat will end. This is in which you move and breathe from. So this month, we're going to be talking through Ephesians, two verses I want to read in Ephesians, and we are going to close. So Ephesians um, chapter one, um, verse four, for he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in love before him. He chose us, y'all. And verse five says he predestined us to be adopted as sons through Christ, through Jesus Christ for himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Y'all lastly, uh, verse 18. So same Ephesians chapter one, verse 18. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What is the wealth of his glorious inheritance in the saints? Y'all, your hope, what is the hope of his calling? So I, I, so the question, going back to that second question, I said, do you receive his inheritance or are you striving for a new and better one? So while I didn't read that verse, I really want you to read the whole chapter of Ephesians one, but that verse can be found in verse 11 and it's talking about this inheritance. And then I have a journaling, I use the She Reads Truth um, journaling Bible and I use the columns to journal and write in. So I literally have like all this whole list of, of things that I identify. So it's, I wrote identity as a chosen and in by Christ, holy and blameless lifestyle of love, sons and daughters through Christ redeemed, forgiven, wealthy, but spiritually wealthy because of this inheritance sealed and saved called. So do you receive his God's inheritance or are you striving? Y'all, I was striving. I was sweating. You know, I was on that hamster wheel trying to look for who I am. 
trying to be all that I can be and do all that I can do because I didn't know the price that Christ already paid for me. I didn't know that he already adopted me as his daughter. I didn't know that I was already chosen. I didn't know that I was already loved. I didn't know that I was already accepted. So instead, I used false substitutes such as guys I dated for all these years, different guys and in, 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 um, studies I was striving after. You know, I changed my degree several times, my career, and then even in my career, striving for achievements and success and money. I moved so many times in Michigan to the point where my friends were like, all right, we ain't helping you on move 20. Okay, Brittany, figure it out. Just running, running, running. Friend, I want to give your spirit rest. And let's say you, you're already past this. You know who you are. You know who you are. You know the, the, the price that Christ has paid for you. You're good. So then I just want to ask, go back to that first question. I believe we can identify ourselves as Christians. We can be believers, have our, our toes in heaven. But even while all that can be true, that we are believers, that we are saved by grace. Are you seeking God daily, sometimes by the minute? Are you seeking him for a deeper understanding, heart understanding, not just a head knowledge understanding? So I'm an Enneagram five, so I can literally study, 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 but that's different than a heart understanding, a heart moving understanding and submission and surrender. So this can't just be, yep, I've accepted Jesus. I'm good. I'm going. That is, listen, sis, that's amazing. But how does that flesh into your life? How do you identify with him daily in your work at your um, kids' basketball game or soccer game on the weekends? What looks different when somebody comes to your house and sits at your dinner table? How does your conversation look different where they say, man, there's just something different about her? Something's just like a little off. How does your identity create this boomerang, this magnet, which shines glory for the love and the redemption that Christ has done for us. Because that's what this is all about. It's not just about me figuring out Brittany and all my favorite colors and all of the things that make me. I We read Colossians 3. I'm technically, metaphorically dead. I am in Christ. So my life is about servanthood everything back pointing everything back to Christ so journal reflect read Ephesians 1 I'll see y'all here next week Tuesday for talk about it Tuesday